Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Decal Download Podcast, your source for the latest news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. I'm Jerry Brown, filling in for Reg Griffin. We appreciate you joining us this week. You can always find us at decal.ga.gov on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Well, this year is winding down. The holidays will be here soon, and it seemed like a good time for us to sit down and chat with the commissioner. This is an episode where we take questions from our DECAL team and the general public through our social media and discuss a wide variety of topics with Commissioner Jacobs. We got some great feedback this time around, so Commissioner, if you're ready, we can get started. It sounds great, Jerry. I'm ready. All right. DECAL received over $2 billion in federal money to help stabilize the child care industry, increase access to high-quality child care for all families of young children, and support the state's early childhood education workforce. We've announced detailed plans for the spending of the remaining $400 million. How are those plans going overall? Well, everything is on track. Um, It's definitely a lot of work to um, implement over 19 projects to spend the remaining $400 million. And um, as we mentioned before, we've done some detailed episodes on these before. So go back and listen for the details, but I'll just highlight three that have either gone out or will be going out soon. One, uh, you know, we allotted $5,000 per class for Georgia pre-K. And all those payments should have been gone out by now. And so pre-K classrooms should have received those and can use those to update their classroom, their materials, their furniture, whatever they see um, as a need. So that's good. That that money has gone out the door, which is great to almost 4,000 Georgia pre-K classrooms. Uh, The next project that uh, you'll be hearing about soon if you haven't already are the quality rated restoration grants. We know that a lot of programs are going back through the quality rated process. Uh, for their reassessment. This time they will be in person. As you know, we did virtual for a year or so during COVID. And so we know that there needs to be some updating of materials uh, for this classroom. And so those grants and the information about that should be going out uh, very, very soon if you haven't already received information about logging on to your class wallet account. And then the next one that will go out uh, after that will be our health and safety restoration grants. And those will go out from our child care services division uh, and this is about $80 million worth of grants, and um, we're hoping that programs will use these to increase their health and safety and reduce any types of uh, compliance issues they might have. There will, of course, be some details on how you can use those dollars, but we're doing that as well through Class Wallet, where you can buy um, things for your program. It could even be things like a fence or a playground or surfacing for your playground, which have to, are very often uh, things that we have to cite when we go out on our health and safety visits. So those are some updates on the, the three that are coming up or have already gone out. And if you would like to hear those plans, you can go back and listen to season four of Decal Download episodes 47, 51, and 56 for the detailed plans. All right, Commissioner, our next question. We received two questions from employees in CAPS and CCS who wish to remain anonymous. We might call this the gas and grocery category. Do you foresee any cost of living increases for current state employees, which is desperately needed? What happened to raises for state employees? I've been told that in the past, state employees were given pay increases, and that is not happening. And I would like to know who makes that decision. Will we ever see increases again? And if so, how soon? Well, Jerry, that is a great question for some of our folks, and I'm sure on the minds of many others that may not have uh, asked the question, and I'll just recognize that I think we're all feeling, uh, you know, the 
the sting in our pocketbook of increased prices everywhere, it seems like. Um, as far as gas prices go, I have to give credit to Governor Kemp uh, for suspending the gas tax. And that was in his control. And he's done that for many, many months. And I know he just extended it through, I think, the middle of December. So that I've heard is about 20 to 30 cents per gallon um, that we save because he's um, kind of halted that gas tax for right now. So as far as cost of living increases for current state employees, so we received a cost of living increase in July of 2022 of $5,000 per state employee. So every state employee received a $5,000 cost of living increase July 21st of 2022. And if I remember correctly, it was retroactive to the beginning of fiscal year 2022, which would have been in July of 2021. That is the largest um, across the board increase for state employees in decades. And so um, we did receive one and it was it was uh, very generous from the governor. He proposed it in his budget and uh, then the General Assembly approved it. Uh, the question also asked who makes these types of decisions. So any type of across the board increase for all state employees uh, can be proposed by the governor. Uh, or the legislature, but it has to be approved by the legislature. So that's a really big budget item. So it would have to go through the state budget and uh, be approved that way. So anything, anything like that would have to go through the legislative process. That's not something um, I can do as an agency head. Um, so we will look and see, you know, session starts in January and we'll see if there's anything like that in the governor's budget or if our House and Senate members decide to do anything like that to uh, reward state employees. But can't not acknowledge that we did receive a $5,000 increase um, across the board, which is the largest one in decades from our governor. All right. Our next question comes from Bridget Radijak in our practice and supports division. She asks, would it be possible for us to have a monthly or maybe weekly bulletin of some sort of announcement that announces decal staff changes as someone who works across divisions and units it's been difficult at times to figure out who to reach out to when people leave or change jobs. I've emailed people several times to only find out that they left the agency. It doesn't have to be fancy, just a who's new at DECAL, who's left DECAL, and who's changed positions or units at DECAL with a name for those who are new or have changed their position. I think this would help to better facilitate cross-agency communication. Well, Bridget, that is a great suggestion. And you're right. Uh, you know, folks move around all the time or unfortunately they might leave decal for another um, opportunity. So um, that's something we could definitely put on our, on our to-do list. And, you know, it's definitely harder. I know a lot of our folks are already have been home based for a long time. A lot of them are new to the home base. And so when you don't see folks every day, it's kind of hard to keep up with each other. And so uh, we will definitely put that on our to-do list and see how we can make that um, something that we can send out to all staff at decal. Thanks, Bridget. Our next question comes from Barbara Sanders in our business analyst IT division. She asks, are we having an all staff meeting this year? Well, Barbara, yeah, you know, we haven't had an all staff uh, in several years because of COVID. And uh, we were just talking about the other day, I was talking about it actually with Liz Young, who helps me with things like this and said, 2023, let's think about an all staff meeting. So um, as you can imagine, with 700 employees, that takes a little bit of planning and so uh, we are thinking about that for sure for 2023. So stay tuned because, you know, it's all hands on deck when we plan an all staff meeting. So I know that we will call on you for your uh, your talents to help us with that, Barbara. She also asked, what are the plans for the agency in 2023? 
Um, I don't know if we have any different plans. Uh, I think it's just business as usual. You know, we went back to kind of our new normal in the January of 2022. And so we will be continuing that. Uh, One big change that, you know, if you're coming to the office, you might see where there's a bit of construction going on on the seventh floor. Um, All of the state employees that are located in two Peachtree are moving out of that building. And so they've got to find space for them. A lot of that is happening where we are in the Twin Towers. And so we are uh, giving up some of our space on the fifth floor in the West Tower and moving everybody back over to six, seven, and eight. And so if you come to our offices anytime in the next few months, you're going to see a lot of construction, uh, which should be done by the first quarter of 2023. And hopefully we'll be all settled at that point. All right. The, the midterms are mostly behind us. We have a runoff for U.S. Senate in December, but Governor Kemp was reelected to a second four-year term. We have a new lieutenant governor in Burt Jones from Butts County. How does all of this impact our agency, and do we have any initiatives happening in 2023 in the Georgia General Assembly? Yeah, there are definitely a lot of changes uh, at the Capitol that we will notice in January, and congratulations to Governor Kemp for winning another four-year term. We are very happy about that and look forward to uh, working with him over the next four years. But definitely when uh, the General Assembly convenes in January, it will look a lot different with a lot of new faces and leadership roles. We don't have any agency legislation uh, coming up. So, of course, we'll be watching for any type of budget recommendations and we'll always have budget hearings uh, at the Capitol. But, you know, it'll really just be about establishing new relationships with these new leaders uh, since they may not know us or know that much about DECAL. But we don't have anything specific as far as legislation uh, to look forward to in 2023. Here's a question from our nutrition division. How do you stay active with your family, especially during the holiday season? Well, that's a good question. It's, the holiday season is uh, always so busy with just, you know, uh, kids activities and family things. And so it's always we have a dog. And so he keeps us pretty active, whether, you know, we're taking him to the dog park or we're taking him for a walk around. And we just went um, to the Atlanta Botanical Gardens to see those lights. And so that's a nice little kind of walk around the Botanical Gardens just to kind of stay moving because there's a lot, a lot of extra good food too during that season. And so we do as much as we can uh, to do that. But we also get a little bit of rest during the holiday season. And speaking of the holiday season, another listener asked, are you and your family ready for the holiday season? Uh, Not quite. Um, You know, we're about to celebrate Thanksgiving, which we're looking forward to. And we've uh, decorated our house for Christmas. But as far as gift giving, we're not quite there yet. But we will get there in time for uh, the big day to open gifts. And another holiday season question, do you have a favorite food item that you like to serve either at Thanksgiving or Christmas? So um, I have a food item that I like to eat at Thanksgiving (laughs) and Christmas, uh, which is my mom's dressing. Um, So in the South, we eat dressing. We don't eat stuffing. Um, But she makes the best dressing. She doesn't have a recipe. So I really do need to learn from her on uh, what exactly is in the dressing. But that's what I'm looking forward to the most. You know, I had to learn that when I came here because from Virginia we call it stuffing so I remember the first time I heard you on a podcast say something about dressing and I thought you were talking about salad dressing so I was (laughs) definitely confused but I learned that stuffing is dressing that's right who doesn't love dressing that's right all bread I mean you can't beat that (laughs) uh Morgan Chapman from our nutrition services asks what's your favorite holiday dessert oh gosh I'm not picky um I like any desserts But my favorite is probably, again, my mom's uh, chocolate cake. She only does that usually at the holidays because it's pretty labor intensive. Um, So I'm looking forward to her her chocolate cake during the holidays. 
I would have to go with my grandmother's graham cracker pie. Oh, that sounds good. It's only she had the recipe and she gave it to my mom and my mom gave it to my wife. So my wife can make it. So it's it's not a very well-known recipe. Oh, okay. Well, when your wife makes it, you should come to the office and share it with us. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. I will definitely bring you a piece. <laughs> okay. All right. We're celebrating the 10th anniversary of Quality Rated. We had Braves game on September 4th, a day in Dalton on October 24th, and we had an event in Atlanta recently. And we have an event in Valdosta coming up soon. How is that going as we recognize the 126 providers of the original class of 2012? Well, you know, it's been great to celebrate Quality Rated uh, turning 10 years old and really just um, how far we've come since then. You know, 126 providers back in 2012 decided to begin that process. And now we have almost 3,000 that are Quality Rated. And so it's really been um, exciting and rewarding to see those providers and um, acknowledge each one of them for their commitment to quality. What is your message to the providers and those who have yet to get involved with Quality Rated? Well, you know, I think we've made so many improvements to Quality Rated over the years. If you're not yet involved, you definitely should um, see what it's all about. Uh, We offer free personalized technical assistance to help you through the process, incentives during the process to help you, you know, purchase materials. And then afterwards, there's also um, some monetary rewards for your teachers and your directors for going through that process. And um, if you serve CAPS children, you have to be Quality Rated. And so, um, if you're not on board, uh, please check us out and call us, call our quality rated team who can give you even more details. Um, but we're there with you every step of the way to increase your quality, which we know will have lasting benefits for the children that you care for every day. And our last question, Georgia's pre-K program is celebrating 30 years this school year. We had a very successful Georgia's pre-K week, October 3rd through the 7th. That was mostly in person. Attendance is back up. It's around 73,000. How are things going in that department? You know, Georgia Pre-K, everything is going great. Um, I think what we're watching closely right now is, like you said, attendance around 73,000. We usually serve um, 80,000. And um, after the pandemic, that kind of went down a little bit, but it's gradually increasing every year. So that's good. We want to serve as many four-year-olds as we possibly can. And then we're also trying to work with uh, Georgia Pre-K programs as they are really facing some staffing shortages. They're having a hard time finding teachers in some places. And so we're hearing that a lot and trying to uh, work with them as closely as possible so that they have a qualified teacher in place for our Georgia Pre-K classes. But other than that, you know, it continues as a high quality, nationally recognized program. Well, that's all the questions we have, Commissioner. Thank you so much for your time and answering all the questions that we have and hope you have a great holiday. Well, you too, Jerry, and a happy holidays to all our decal staff. Now, what are your questions for Commissioner Jacobs? Let's go to the water cooler. Hi, my name is Angela Rivers, and I currently work as an inclusion behavior support specialist with DECAL. My question is, what are some of the things that motivate you to do your best work? I understand that you have a lot on your plate, so I'm just wondering what drives you. Thank you so much. Well, hey, Angela, and thank you so much for uh, the question. I don't think I've ever gotten that question before, but it's a good one. Uh, You're right. There's a lot of responsibility uh, with uh, getting the honor to serve as the leader at DECAL. And what drives me is really just the mission and the vision of what we're doing and the impact it will have on uh, young children for decades to come. Um, But I'm also motivated by the dedication of the team that uh, surrounds me with this work. Um, I've been smart enough to know to Uh, make sure I surround myself with really smart people uh, so that we can be successful because one person definitely can't do it alone. And so 
uh, it's really about the mission and the vision and the importance of that, but also uh, supporting my team uh, that does this work uh, every day as well. Here's your chance at winning a nice prize in the decal download quiz. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. What did Commissioner Jacobs say is her favorite dessert? Again, what did Commissioner Jacobs say is her favorite dessert? Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov and you can win a nice prize from Chick-fil-A, Fun Spot America, Georgia Aquarium, Georgia Lottery, The School Box, Waffle House, or World of Coca-Cola Museum. Again, that question is, what did Commissioner Jacobs say is her favorite holiday dessert? Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for listening to the Decal Download Podcast. The Georgia Department of Early Care Learning improves outcomes for children and families by strengthening early learning experiences and partnership with early education programs, professionals, stakeholders, families, and communities. Their vision is that every child in Georgia will have equal access to high-quality early care and education. For more information, visit their website at decal.ga.gov. Join the conversation at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs. Thank you.